When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, welcome to the song title challenge where the question is, climbers, how should you write this one? It's like Jurassic Park. Brent, you know, when the scientists were so busy figuring out whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think about whether or not they should, right? That's right, but we don't have to worry about the last part of that on these shows. <laughs> That's right. We don't have to worry about it should. This is a, a fun, creative exercise. These are bonus episodes. We do them every other week. And climbers, listeners of this podcast, send in their song titles to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. They put STC or Song Title Challenge in the subject line so it gets into the right folder. If you don't, it won't. If you put STD, it goes into a different folder. That's right. It goes into the Southern Pile over here. Yeah. It's to a 911 folder, emergency. He doesn't open those in case of viruses. This is the whole folder over here. Holy shit, this hurts. <laughs> and what we do is Brent and I invite a an amazing songwriter onto the show. We spring the title live on the uh, podcast here to them. And then together we try to work out five or six different conceptual angles on how to write that title. This is really to give you insight on how the pro songwriters think and what happens before they really dig into a title, whether that happens personally before they walk in the room or whether that happens in the room when an artist is like, I think we should write red hat yeah. or red solo cup. And we can do that. You know, Warren brothers, right? Yeah. Hat tip to the Warren. Brothers. <laughs> right, yeah. We can write a song about anything. Boom. Drop number one song. <laughs> there you go. So, with that said, this is not a co-write in any way, shape, or form, guys. If you submit your title, we sort of spew all this out, use all of what we say, use none of what we say. The only thing we demand is a invite to the number one party, right? That's right. And there better be in the bar, right? <laughs> right. We'd like number one parties. Yeah. Anything you want to add to that, Brent? No, this is just for kind of inspotainment. It's uh, 
it's improv. It's just hopefully pulling the curtain back a little bit and showing you how pro songwriters think and just to encourage you to dig past the upper layer, the obvious stuff, to because the platinum is underneath the dirt. So you got to dig a little deeper for it, usually, though not always. That's right. This will take a mundane song title and turn it into the most epic thing ever. You know, a title that maybe in a hook book is like, whatever. And then all of a sudden you put the right angle on it and it's like, holy crap, that was a story. That was, that hit me in the feels. And Brent, you've had a lot of success with this now. This breathes new life into your old song titles in your hook book. Go back to some of those um, a thousand titles ago in your hook book. Spend 15 minutes on one of those things. Just pick one and do this and you're mm-hmm. going to be surprised. Guess what? You were a genius all along with the title, right? <laughs> there you go. They just need a little C, a little love and attention. So with that, why don't you introduce our guest? Yes. Today's guest was raised in South Africa with stops in Boston, Seattle, and Austin before landing in Nashville. Her single Somebody Does with Tiger Lily, which is now Tiger Lily Gold, produced by Shane McAnally on Monument Records, went number one on iTunes, the all-genre country chart. And the David's release also took number two spot on Billboard Country Digital Sales Chart. She has also had numerous TV placements in shows such as Good Girls, Late Late Show with James Corden, List, uh, Mistresses, the WWE, Monday Night Raw. Her recent single, Self Love, recorded and performed by Avriana on Warner Nashville, was featured on the Today Show and is currently streaming on Sirius XM Hits 1. She writes for Big Yellow Dog Music in Nashville. Zarni Devet, welcome to The Climb. Hi, Zarni. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes. Thanks for having me. That's awesome. And Tiger Lily Gold. I know they've changed their name. Friends of the podcast. We've had them on. Yeah, they've been on here. They've done one of these with us. They've done a song. I bet they did it really well, too. They're good at that. They were a hoot. We just love that. Yeah. They are super cool. Like, super cool. And from the same town that my fiance's, my future son in law is living in. in Yeah, that's cool. Small world. Yeah. Crazy cool. There we go. So, you know, I don't know why that's relevant, but I just, oh, every time I think of them, I think of North Dakota. <laughs> I, think I think they would be happy about that. Yeah, yeah, they're proud of that. All right, are we ready for the title? Ready as Oh, might as well. I've never been ready. So this is from Marla Rubenstein. We've done one from her before, I think. Yeah, we have. Hey, Marla. And this title is... It's got a cliche element to it, but with a twist. And I think there is, I'm interested to see what we do with this. It doesn't feel too constrictive. Sometimes we get a title, Zarni, and it just feels like there's only one thing you can do with this because it's so restrictive. I don't think, I'd be interested to see what your brain's come up with on this. So the title is, and, and by the way, before I mention this, Zarni, we forgot to tell you, too, that you can put carte blanche, you can put oh. any words before okay. or after the title to twist around the meaning okay. and just have fun with it, okay? Cool. The title is The Best is History. Ooh. All right. The Best is History. The Best is History. All right. And that down. Interesting. Okay. Let me take a sip of coffee because I think I'm going to need caffeine for this one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's a play off the rest is history. Uh-huh. That's right. Right. So that's the the twist in the cliche line instead mm-hmm. of the rest is history. The best is history. Hmm, that's interesting. And the best is history. Yeah. Which I mean, I've I've got a ton of cliche titles, like a ton of cliche titles, and a ton of like sentences uh-huh. that don't 
they're not even uh-huh. they're like a vague song idea, you know. But so I, I like this one. It kind of it just sort of struck me. I'm like, oh, this will be interesting because what would that look like? So my brain kind of goes. I feel like the in the initial way would be like a negative thing, like you know, the best. Yeah, like best a love song. History. The best of us is history. So relationship gone bad kind of thing. The best is history. I feel like that's the most literal at face value. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I was wondering if it's almost like I kind of like lately taking a title that seems like it's going to be negative and making it positive. So I wonder if there's a way to like a love song yes. where you're kind of saying to the person, like, let's make it our goal. I, obviously you'd say this in a cool way, but like, let's make it our goal to get to the end of our life and never say the best is history. Yeah. And like, never say that. Like that is the future. Yeah. Like we're never going to say like, we have the kind of love where we're never going to say the best is history. Kind of. Yeah. I agree. I, I like that too. Cause if it, at first blush, you're like, Oh, if you're looking back and you're kind of your best days are behind you, that's, mm-hmm. That's sad. That's like a negative thought. So how can we turn that positive? Because it just has to be more interesting yeah. that way. You have to get more creative with it. So I'm on board with that. But you know what? It doesn't mean to me, like it doesn't mean that just by saying the best is history doesn't mean that the best has passed us by and right. we're not having the best right now. Right. You know what I mean? Like five seconds ago is history. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so what if it's like a sort of a spin on an angle, like the good stuff, where it's like, hey, man, you know what's really important is the history that you make, the memories that you yeah. make with your family, with the, the mm-hmm. people that truly matter in your lives, with the relationships. The best is not Ferrari or a coach bag or the killer. Mm-hmm. The best is sitting on the front porch with your girl every night and in the morning having a cup of coffee and watching your kids grow up and uh-huh. watching your corn pop up in rows. Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, kind of like the best isn't the new thing. Yeah. The best is like having history. Yeah. yeah. Is having this previous experience together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. the best is the new thing. The best is history. Like, so it's kind of like saying the best is the fact that you have history with this person, mm-hmm. which could be kind of like if you're, maybe it's the advice to the guy that's looking at getting out of a relationship or he's in a relationship and he's kind of eyeing the, the new thing, you know, the new shiny object person. Oh, that's nice. And just like, dude, no, the best isn't the new thing. The best is history. And maybe he's thinking because maybe well, that, that's an interesting thought. If he's thinking, well, this is a big story thing. So it's a lot to unpack. But if the guy goes from thinking that, hey, the best is history. Like I've been in this relationship. You know, I've been married a while. Zarni, you've been married a while. Like you get to that point, like, oh, man, of our best days. Are we just like mom and dad now? Yeah. Is our, or like the guy kind of having the midlife crisis thing going I want the new shiny it's thing. So interesting. Right. But then if you come around and go, man, the best thing is having this history like this one. In my case, you know, my wife that we've been through the crap together. Right. And we've been through the best of times together, too. It's like, man, nothing can replace that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, something new is going to be. Well, it has to start off shallow. That's really right? cool. Because there's not that depth. And yeah. There. You could do the choruses like. You know, some people think the best thing is a first kiss. The best thing is a this. The best you can kind of like hunker down. Mm-hmm. But I think the best is history. Yeah, like knowing somebody. I like that. Maybe, maybe that stuff I was saying is verse stuff, and then the choruses. But the best is knowing someone like the back of your hand. Blah blah blah, like all that stuff. I love. Okay. Yeah, like you know they're gonna be there for you because they've been there for you. Uh huh. And those inside jokes that you get to make, and those the way you can communicate with so little because. You've been through so much, you know, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, that's cool. And that is kind of like the good stuff in a way, yeah. you know, that kind of setup. But on the course, maybe. Uh-huh. 
Another twist you could put on it would be add an element of Desperado in there. Mm -hmm. If you think about that song Desperado and what's that, what that's about. Yeah. It really is the people who chased the new love all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like maybe almost an addiction or something. What it really is, is seven year ache kind of thing. Yeah. It's a protection racket, right? Because as long as you do that, you don't have to be vulnerable. Yeah. Then you find out like, the best is history. Like the best is like, and then we go into that stuff that you guys uh-huh. were talking about. That could be an interesting setup to that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think history needs some, I think history can be the future, like future history. Interesting like that. Yeah. These are all like love song angles too, but you could also do like a friend angle. Cause I think the reason we gravitate towards old friends is cause we have history with them. So that's another angle that could be like oh, yeah. me and my friends kind of song. If you didn't want to, the love song angle mm-hmm. it's one way to do it or a family song yeah like family memories because just pretty much any time mm-hmm. you have like the people you feel comfortable around and the reason you feel that is because you have history with yeah. them so those are kind of two different non-love song mm-hmm. ways you could do it yeah my son ozzy loves when we get together with the grandparents especially my parents he like he wants to hear stories like tell me something funny that happened to you uh-huh. and that kind of stuff. And it's all like family history and, and that kind of, he like eats that stuff up. He loves yeah, it because they're funny stories, but yeah. it happened to family. Yeah. You could, you could, okay. On the listicle thing again, mm-hmm. you could write it like there's, I think there are moments like comedians do a good job of pulling this out in well-written movies where these common things that are just so freaking crazy that happen within families right yeah that are just terrible but they're hysterical you know because everybody even even the bad things right like if you've ever seen home for the holidays with uh with hell and what's that was that vince vaughn no it was robert downey jr yeah you're thinking of four yeah it's just this total dysfunctional family and it's just so hysterical, you know? I think every family can relate to it. You know, my family, I wouldn't call us dysfunctional at all, but man, it is, it just makes you laugh so hard because it's just so real. So coming up with some of those moments, right, that can only happen when you're in a family or something mm-hmm. and maybe sort of listing those out and getting that response lyrically there and then and bringing it home with the best is history. Yeah. Yeah. And chasing what Zarni was saying about let's shake it out of the kind of the love story box. I think of like, okay, like trucks. It's an old beater. And you're like, oh man, it's best days are behind it. And you're like, no, the best part about it is the history. Mm. And almost like there's that, uh, oh, wasn't it Fort Fairlane? Oh my gosh. He's the guy that wrote some of it. We interviewed him in Denmark, Bobby Pinson. Yeah. So he has a song called Ford Fairlane, I think. And he's talking about this old car and just the memories of it. It's like a beater. It's worthless kind of thing. He goes, first million dollars takes it home. Uh, yeah. Like it's yeah. for sale. Yeah. So his price is because it's a beater, but all the history. It's like, you could almost do that. Like, no, the best thing about this is the history. And you can use that as a quote unquote pun intended vehicle for telling about his dad, for telling about family, this girl. Yeah. Whatever it is, or just him growing up and the yeah. boys and his crew or whatever. Oh, well, very, very, very cool. Very cool. I like that. Idea. How about sort of speaking about a bunch of things that are good because they're vintage? Yeah. Right? Like maybe certain clothing, like a 59 Les Paul, mm-hmm. a 64 Strat, like a 63 Strat. Uh-huh. Like there's certain things that just have a 69 Fastback, the bullet car. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, you know what? There's, I think there's a big sort of understanding of that in society if you look at just from a ve- vehicular point of view because they're trying to 
bring back those styles of the older cars mm-hmm. starting with that when they redid the beetle yeah and all of a sudden everybody's you know bringing back like they're trying to make them look old again and i personally like it you know i think that the new designs they've come up with suck <laughs> <laughs> well that makes me think of like advertising and zarni does stuff for film and tv she's a producer she's like you know she's like triple threat oh my god <laughs> hardly uh, what do you think about that kind of play of going, okay, if we were to pop this in the sync world, yeah, using this phrase, the best is history, like, could that be, of course, so much of that is vibe and not story, but that may kind of unlock some other stuff too. Right. But I mean, yeah, that, then I definitely think the, like, the play up of, like, this having value because it has memories on it is the way to, the way to do it, for sure. Mm. Yeah. The best is history. Yeah, then you're selling like, you know, back in the day, it would be like photography equipment, <laughs> you know, something to capture those things or or something vintage, like a an old body style on a new car. Yes. You know, because the best is history kind of thing uh, or some sort of throwback product. Yeah. Sync is a little hard, though, because it's like they want you to ride this fine line between it not being so on the nose. Like the music is not supposed to advertise the product. You know what I mean? So it's a fine line. (laughs) I bet, yeah. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Oh, oh, oh. I was going down the music video thing, just looking at some different directors' takes on different music videos and stuff. And another friend of the show, Jen Schott, wrote 7,500 OBO for Tim. Yeah. And if you've seen that video, it's so interesting how they shot it because it's from the, it's like from the perspective of the truck. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. Like everything is shot from inside the truck and the windshield looking out when they're in there together, when they're making out in the car, when she meets somebody in the garage and it's all like, you're always inside the truck. So what if it's from the perspective of the truck, the way Jen Lee did that with old Oak tree, not bad for an old Oak tree where it's from the perspective of the kitchen table. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's this old beat up, 
car that or truck that's saying the best decision, but talking about people. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is interesting. That's cool. That is cool. And another thought too that made me think of this somehow is if it's like the the person that's being left for somebody new. And there's a double plan. No, you're not going to find that what we have with somebody else. You just want something new. But the best is history. But also knowing that he's leaving yeah. and the best is history yeah. or she's leaving and that it's over, which is a heartbreak thing. Right. But, you know, in the right context. It could be like a, if it's a, from a female perspective or I guess from a male perspective, could just be like the empowerment of the person that got dumped. Yeah. Like the best is history. Yeah. Like good luck beating me. Oh, like you screwed up. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. You know, good luck being me. You're that. Because uh-huh. I'm the best thing. Yeah. What's the line? Is the suitcase left on the curb. <laughs> yeah. You put a line from Brad. <laughs> uh, best is history. Oh, well, I was thinking too of, you know, I'm wearing a red hat, but it says, you know, one less orphan. It's, it looks a little bit from a distance, like another red hat, but there's a lot of people that are looking back going, want to, <laughs> want to go back the way things were. And then there's also the other going, no, things are better now and they're going to be better in the future. So it's kind of the, who says the best is history. So like a forward looking positive, like, Hey, things have come a long way in a lot of ways. And then just depending on your lane, what you want to say, as far as what's better and hopeful, it could be kind of the, that kind of thing. Oh, I like that. You know, Brad Paisley had welcome to the future. Little, we shall be free. It could be all that kind of stuff. That's cool. If you just put the who says. Yeah, I like the who says language that even like makes elevates my original thought of like saying it to your partner, like maybe the guy or the girl or the guy or guys talking to the girl, like you mm-hmm. can sense your partners getting worried about that things are getting a little bit stale and you kind of say to them like reassuringly who says the best is history yeah. like we've still got right. Oh, I love that. A lot of future. Yeah. yeah. We still got a lot of future kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Let's go make it the best, kind of make it the good old days. A lot of good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it gives it a not too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? I like that. Because that, that could, like midlife crisis thing, midlife crisis thing too, you know? Like Janelle, mm-hmm. my fiance, right? She had, she was married, she raised her kids they're grown now and now she has this like whole new life yeah with me mm-hmm. and doing all these other things so it's like it's this whole new sort of different chapter that's got all super cool just like the chapter before that yeah. and the chapter before that kind of yeah it's like life has changed that doesn't have to be a bad thing it's just a different thing yeah i got a, i got another you said kenny chesney just made me think of this you know he did the boys of fall right yeah this could be like a sports thing, man. That could be really cool. You know, I mean the Packers and the bears, right? Mm. This is the longest NFL rivalry in the NFL. It's over a hundred years old. And as much as the Packers have sucked and the bears have been good in the super old days. And as much as the Packers have been really good and the bears have sucked, the average point difference between those teams over the course of the hundred years, the point and a half on the game. So yeah, it doesn't crazy. matter if we won 13 Super Bowls in a row and the Bears have been the bottom of the the doormat of the NFL for 13 seasons in a row. Like when we play the Bears, the dice are tumbling. You never know. And there's SEC yeah. rivalries like that. Mm. So that that could be an interesting thing too. It's it's like, like the best hate is old hate. 
<laughs> yeah like so we have history right? right like yeah the best is history like it's so those are you know you could say those are the best games because you're nervous about them yeah but you don't know which way it's gonna go well that's interesting because yeah i don't know how you turn this into a song but like the yeah, i'm a razorback fan so when missouri came into the conference they're like okay that's arkansas's new rival that's your rival game we're like who yeah like we don't hate them but it's not a rivalry like you can't just go okay now you got a trophy you play for and you hate each other now I'm like no not really <laughs> well the it does exist with the bears and the packers i can tell you right now like, well see it's the opposite of that they yes it's an old hate yeah. I'm trying to hate that in the media right <laughs> yeah not manufactured hate yeah but that could be the same thing for positive i don't know that's an interesting take you have to dig into that to see like how does that apply to something like in a song which is interesting yeah. One other angle too, it could be like a girl talking to a guy who's maybe still like hung up on his ex. Like she just feels like she can't compete with this past who like, you know, oh. like you have it in your head that, you know, the best is history. Like I can't, I can't compete with that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, there's no future yeah. for us if the best is history, like, and not even talking about our past, but his. Yeah. Oh, that's when there's the line right there. There's no future for yeah. us if the best is history. Yeah. Yeah. What about, what about, um, never mind. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Yesterday I was, no, wait, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> the best is history. Yeah. That, I mean, it is a, like, as a title, if it were thrown out in the room, I'd be like, What's your angle on that? I don't have one yet. What else you got? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think the challenge of this one is like for commercial music to bring it in a way that is such an easily digestible sentiment. Like, oh, it's yeah. about this. I can say it in one line and you can see how this it, it's all laid out and it, it makes perfect sense, which may just take more woodshedding and workshopping to get it there. But that's one of those titles like, oh, that's interesting. But it seems like it's going to be a kind of a convoluted road to get there, possibly, which is a little, little scary. Yeah. You know, I like those easy ones when you're like, I can't believe that hasn't been written. Like, that's yeah. the, the gold one of like, oh, my gosh, that's so simple. And it looks good on a yeah. T-shirt or a bumper sticker. Yeah. And not that this is a bad title. It's just it's got to do a little more work. No, it's, it's, it's got a lot of like potential. I think if you're going to write a title like that, you almost have to do the extra work of writing the line before it too. So that when you present it to the writers, you're presenting the whole story. Yes. And you say, it's called Best is History, but it's actually who says the best is history. It's about a guy talking to a girl saying that. Then I think you could have most people be like, I could get behind that. It's like, it's has a redeeming quality. Yeah. Like to me, you either have to go so sad that it's just like a heartbreaker or it has to have some redemption. Something that's kind of like matter of fact sad yeah. for me doesn't, I don't know how to write that very well. So, mm. Or I don't know if this is kind of saying the same thing, but it using a suffix instead of a prefix, but like the best is history, but there's more to come. Uh-huh. What if it's kind of like a hopeful song mm-hmm. about America, right? Like they're trying real hard to create a lot of division in this country and, and accentuate a lot of division. But at the same time, I feel when it comes to civil rights and stuff like that and just equal opportunity that this country is probably 
if it's not number one, it's in the top three. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, where, where it looks dark and there's been moments of darkness in our history and, and here's, you know, don't forget this, you mm -hmm. know, don't forget women got the right to vote. Don't forget it could be political like that, you know, in a, but in a whole cool way. Yeah. Even in that scenario, though, I think I still prefer the who says language because there's something very conversational and casual about that. It yeah. like, doesn't become like super grandiose or anything. It's just kind of like who says the best is history. It kind of does that without. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes it more digestible, I think. And like, okay, right. you're just saying the best is yet to come or it's still a possibility. Right. It's not a foregone right. conclusion that our best days are behind us. Right. Yeah. And because you could point to, and it's interesting because you could, in a way, like I'm thinking of like kind of politically, but it could also be a, a relationship thing. Like you look back at like positive things that happened. Yeah. Like, yes, these are things. So kind of whatever your lane, whatever you, you want to focus on as an artist going to, hey, these are great things from the past. But who says that that's our best days? Because look at what's going on now or look at what could be what's still ahead of us. And so in a way, you're all looking at all positive things. Uh -huh. Or there may be like, yeah, there's some darkness now. You wonder, I guess you got to have some of that contrast. But then ultimately, you're focusing on all positive things. Uh -huh. Yeah. Unless you, I guess you could focus on, well, this has gone wrong and this has gone wrong and this has gone wrong. But who says our best is history? Which I'd rather focus on like, what was the best about the past? What's the best about now? What's the best about the future? Yeah. Whether it's a relationship song or a political song or a kumbaya kind of thing, just because it's, who wants to focus on the negative for three minutes? No, nobody. Nobody. 85 times in a week, because hopefully that's how many times we're going to listen well, to it. Because we're already thinking about that stuff, the negative stuff, anyway. So we don't need a song to point that out to us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't need a song to remind me of that. Thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. I have Twitter. I have life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a sign to remind me of that. I have the world around me. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I have everything else. Yes. I have everything uh, else. Let's give some, some hope. Yeah. yeah. Let's give some hope and some optimism. I think that's the. The ticket. Well, it could be. Yeah. I think that's the good use of this is like, okay, how can we give some optimism, give some hope? Because then, I mean, that's what people need more so than just sadness and. I have one me. more way. So, this yeah. is like a kind of a kitsch way to do this, but there are some artists that really like dig this kind of stuff. Yeah. If you split it, if it wasn't like history, but if it was his story and it's like, I want to be the best of his story, but you, you just, mm -hmm. I don't know, oh. whatever. <laughs> your I oyster, love that. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's a lover. That's one you, I would not throw that out in every room. I would have to know the artist because that is a lover hate. Some people hate doing that kind of stuff and some people love, love, love mm -hmm. it. So that really depends. Whoever's listening to this, don't judge me based on that. That's going to be either or, you know? That is. And that would, I'd want to be like the best in history yeah. or the best in his story yeah. of, and there, then that opens up a whole nother way of like, she was the best yeah. in his story, or I yeah. want to be the best in his story, or I'm going to be, or whatever. Yeah. So you can still flip that tons of different ways. Oh my God, that's like a whole new Pandora's box of ideas. It is. The way I would do that too, I wouldn't like title, I wouldn't write the title like history, like the word. I would just then lean into like his story. I would separate them mm -hmm. and then like let the... The ear do like I want to be the best, like the best of history. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. 
And that's one of those you th- go, okay, guys, listen. Yeah. I'm going to throw this out there, but it's fine. <laughs> right? Yeah. We haven't lost man yet. Don't worry. <laughs> I have to say, it's, just, it's one more way to do it. You got to split up some words, put some commas. It changes everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's Or, you know, if you ask, he's, or it's kind of a, Taking a dig at a guy who's very arrogant. Uh-huh. You, know, you ask him; he's definitely the best in his story. Oh yeah, oh, he's always right. He's the best in history, or he's the best in his story, anyway. You just ask him; he'll tell you. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that could be that could be fun. I mean, it's it's definitely you know the kind of man bashing yeah. kind of thing. So it depends on the artist and the lane, but it's pretty funny and yeah. <laughs> a lot of truth to it for a lot of people too. You could do that in a fun way. Yeah, I think it would have to be fun just because it's a wordplay kind of thing. Yeah. Not take itself too seriously. Yeah. Because it is. It's a, it's a pun. It's a it's wordplay. Uh-huh. And, you know, on that, and the way you could make that work would be very much sort of blue-collar, common blue-collar task. Like, he can fix the transmission uh-huh. in the bathtub, uh-huh. and he can patch a drywall better and he's the best in his uh-huh. story you know <laughs> yeah yeah or even at least he thinks he is. yeah to write that that day you you need someone in the room that day that's really good at phrasing because like the way that you like would land that hook phrasing and melody wise is gonna be the the thing that makes it cool or not cool and for me, yeah. in my heart, I mean that yes. so strongly yeah because the way you land that there is a cool way to do it yeah like, I'm sure that if Hardy wrote that, it would be cool. No matter what he said. Like, his phrasing, in my opinion, like, he's got some of the coolest phrasing. So he would like that in a way that's, like, cool. Yeah. And there's definitely a way to do it that is going to be corny as all, all get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's one thing I appreciate you, Zarni. Last time we wrote, it was we had this work on this idea and with a couple other folks and she was like, okay, let's the normal way would be to go here on this Anthem thing. Let's just take it to a different place. And you push her a different place and end up, I think being better for it. So she knows that of what she speaks. We'll see. I don't know if I always steer it there, but I thought if that was the right call, but yeah, I don't know. I guess we're all just trying to do what, trying to honor our tastes as much as we can sometimes. Yeah. Well, I think we got some. Yep. Cool. Uh, Tony Brown said a thing. I think it was one time like, Hey, if at least if we think it's cool, somebody else is going to think it's cool. Like if we don't even think it's cool, maybe nobody thinks it's cool. Right. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly. No, that's exactly right. That's like, that's raising your odds just ever so slightly, especially when it comes to writing for other people. Cause None of us were the mm-hmm. artists that day. So it's like, okay, there's four of us here. If we four like it, yeah. if even one of us in the room doesn't like it, we've already lowered our odds. All four of us need to think it's cool, that it has the best shot, yeah. that it's still kind of out of our control, but then we've at least done everything we can do. <laughs> yeah. You left, That's right. you, know, you left everything on the field at that point. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. Zarni, what can we, um, where, where can our listeners connect with you? You know, I think Instagram is honestly the best way. Um, I have Spotify and a website, but for a writer, I don't know that that's like as up to date with like what's getting released. Like Instagram is the way to do it because I'll sometimes post demos on my story and kind of see what who I'm working with and stuff like that. That's the way to best way, I think. Mm. And what's your Instagram? 
Just Zarni Music, Z-A-R-N-I Music. Okay, at Zarni Music, great. Well, thank you so much for saying yes. We got some good looks at this, I think. There's a couple different ways to write this. Tons of options. Yes. It's an interesting exercise. (laughs) Well, that takes us to the end of another killer song title challenge. Make sure you send your song titles into info at daredevilproduction.com, y'all, and maybe you'll get a hit songstress like Zarni to help flesh that out for you with Brent and I. This podcast exists because we want you to win, so keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.